Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Norrie kicks Glad to the curb and asks him to delete all interviews of him because it's a wrap. I'm done with this guy. Uh, rapper and host of the podcast uh, Drink Champs, Norrie, a.k.a. Norega, has several ties with notorious culture brocher DJ Lad or Blad. He respectfully asked him to remove any and all videos he conducted with him. Also, uh, DC Young Fly refuses to turn on Nick Cannon and vows to leave wild and wet if Nick's isn't involved. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, these are, uh, are the uh, stories that uh, the Queen Amadash Shakur is reporting on on her own platform that she has uh, the uh, uh, Queen Amadash Shakur show, which I get a lot of my uh, news and information from. As I told y'all before, I use a lot of uh, black media and uh, 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 the new black media for my uh, source of news and information. Yes, I still use some of the lamestream media to report on as well, but mostly I get the uh, black perspective and the black point of view from uh, black owned and operated uh, black media or uh, social media networks. Because there you don't get the watered down version. You, you don't get the ones that has uh, so much sugar in there that you can't taste your coffee. They got so much frosting on the cake that you, you can't taste the cake. It just tastes frosty. And that's what you get when you listen to lamestream media. Now, for years, I've been telling you guys, I have been able to filter through the flavoring that they use when they uh, want to tell news. And I'm trying to teach this to you guys. If, if some of you are still listening to lamestream media, or maybe that may be the uh, only way that you can and that is to believe the story itself. That's pretty much what you can believe. If they say that a house caught on fire and was uh, totally destroyed, that much you can believe. But when they start giving you these theories and these concepts on how the uh, fire started and uh, why the house burned to the ground, this is flavoring, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't do flavoring here. And most of the uh, black uh, social media outlets and the new black media networks that I use, they don't give you any flavoring. They give you the news and they report it just the way that it happened. Now, some of them or even a lot of them may give you their comments or their, their theory on uh, the perspectives of the story but they don't flavor it up. Sure, they offer their opinions on uh, the reason why things are done. And that's one of the reasons why I use uh, uh, Philip Scott from uh, uh, African Diaspora. That's the reason why I use uh, Amadaya Shakur, excuse me, Queen Amadaya Shakur and her show. The same reason why I use uh, uh, Vicki Dillard from Vicki Dillard TV. 
as well, both of these young ladies are also um, hosts on the uh, Fly Nubian Queen uh, Network. So you can hear them and a bunch of other uh, commentators on that program. And I do encourage y'all to go and check them out. You know, and, and I use other ones too, just like uh, um, Roland Martin. I'm starting to use him less and less because I can see where he does interject some flavoring here and there, although his show is called Roland Martin Unfiltered. I wouldn't exactly say that all of his shows are unfiltered, but yet still a uh, a black man that uh, I have listened to on occasion and has even um, uh, used some of his uh, footages and his videos in some of my own commentary. And then there's a lot more that I could name, but I won't take you through that because I've spent nearly five minutes uh, just giving you this information that I'm talking about now. But uh, to hear more about the, the story of uh, Noor, uh, I ask you guys to uh, continue to listen to uh, Chilling with Teddy G so I can give, so you can hear the full story on the, exactly what happened and why it happened. And we're going to get, like I told you before, we're going to get most of this story from Queen Amadai Shakur, who's a, uh, who, when she articulates uh, uh, her thoughts in a, in a lot of her comments, uh, she um, she does it a lot better than I do. Although I consider myself intelligent, uh, but she's got some savvy and she's got some uh, swag and she's she's got some uh, um, a way of doing things that uh, only she can do. So I ask you guys, please stay tuned to the next episode of Chilling with Teddy G. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Chilling with Teddy G, where here we discuss anything and everything with absolutely no sugar and no profit. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, all our stories are served up raw. We don't use any flavor in here. So go grab yourself your favorite cup of coffee, tea, or latte, whichever you prefer, and let me into your cars or your homes or your workplaces, wherever you may happen to be listening to me at. As you know, my name is Ted Greer, and I'm your host on Chilling with Teddy G. Thank you so much for tuning in for yet another episode of Chilling with Teddy G, where we were discussing um, the Queen Amadashi Kaur giving you the news story of uh, Nars and the way that uh, he has kicked... uh, 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 um, Vlad or DJ Vlad uh, to the curb. Uh, let's get right into uh, this episode and you can hear exactly what Amadashi Kaur has to say. And believe me, she tells it just like it is. That's the reason why I hold a lot of respect for okay, her. Okay, so let's go ahead and get it to the people. So you know, I had to report to you all maybe a month or so ago about the notorious culture vulture, Vlad, right? DJ Vlad from Vlad TV. And how he has continuously leached off of the black community, right? Getting our people to come on there and do interviews and seemingly almost acting as an agent, right? Asking them questions that could possibly, potentially get someone in trouble. And I know you can say, well, why are they telling him all these things? Well, you know, sometimes 
questionable interviews. Now I don't like the fact that he does these interviews and the people that are there, they don't get anything out of it. He's not paying them. Okay? And they sign waivers, giving him all rights to the footage. Okay? And then notice how he breaks up the videos into segments so that he can get more monetization, right? And more views and all of that. So clearly, Vlad is atheist, Russian, and Jewish. Make it make sense. <laughs> right? Justin Al-Hakim Khalifa. Okay? Vlad is an agent. Absolutely. Hello, CH464. Good afternoon, sis. Green is your your color. It looks absolutely beautiful. It gets your skin tone. I hope you've been doing well. Yes, I have. And thank you so much for your kind words. I just had my baby girl. I've been missing out on all the tea you've been putting out, Queen. Oh, well, congratulations, Miss Everly Lucas, on your new bundle of joy. Peace and yes, congratulations. Peace and joy to you and your new bundle of joy and your family. Peace to you and your new baby. Okay, so let's go ahead and talk about it because once again, Vlad is in the news and not for anything good, okay? Now, I'm sure you all know that two of the people that were most, most, uh, mostly on his show giving commentary was Lord Jamar and comedian Godfrey. Now, after he made those disparaging comments and was disrespectful to Minister, Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan by telling lies, right? Knowing that he was lying, in fact. And D.L. Coongley, the Sambo, didn't correct him when he was sitting right there when Vlad said it. I was waiting for him to correct him, at least to interject and say, no, Vlad, that's not what he said, or to say something in the minister's defense. But no, he sat there and cooled him a phone just as he always does, right? Sometimes the thing about D.L. is sometimes you catch him talking black, but he's always thinking white. Remember that, okay? And the two just don't go together just like oil and water. It's fake. Absolutely. I'm in 100% agreement with that. She uh, She's telling them like it is about D.L. Hughley. And I like the guy and I got some respect for him. But more and more, as you continue to um, watch his brother or like listen to him on his uh, radio platform, he's starting more and more to sound like that he don't use nothing on his sandwiches but uh, mayo. And that, that he's a... Uh, dark uh, member of the Hellman's crew, if you know what I mean. When said, Lord Jamar and Godfrey cut him, cut him off. They stopped going on there. They have their own podcast and everything they're doing now. And so with that being said, Nori, also known as Noriega, said that he was standing in solidarity with them and he doesn't want Black to show any more of his interviews. So, Nori demands that DJ Vlad remove all of his interviews from, from Vlad TV. Now, DJ Vlad has received a lot of criticism for allegedly misquoting Louis Farrakhan, misquoting his words about Jewish people on Vlad TV earlier this year. Now, people like Lord Jamar and Nick Cannon said they no longer associate with him for his comments. Nori also said he's not dealing with Vlad anymore and wants him to remove any interviews that he has done with him. And let me tell you something. Hold on, this is what someone said. They say, Vlad TV, I feel like he's disrespected hip-hop. I feel like he's disrespected Louis Farrakhan, and he didn't say sorry. This is what Nori said. And he didn't say sorry. 
So Vlad TV or anyone watching this, I would like you to personally, Vlad, to take every video with Nori that's on your site, take it off. I'm asking you that as a favor. Hold on, I'm gonna let you hear Nori say this himself. But here's the thing I wanna say. I find it very interesting that Vlad thinks that he can just say whatever he wants to say about someone like the Honorable Mr. Louis Farrakhan and think he's not gonna receive backlash or get any consequences, think he's not gonna be canceled or cut off. That just shows you the arrogance of these people. Because you see, let us not forget if we say anything about them, whether it's true or not, they will cancel you and blacklist you. Look how they did Nick Cannon. Look how they've done Professor Griff. Look how they've done the Minister Farrakhan, right? These are the things they do. You see, we can't utter their names. We can't even say it on YouTube. This is why I call them the youths, right? Or the orthodox. You can't speak of them. So from now on, we'll call them those of whom we cannot speak, right? Is that appropriate? Yeah, I guess that would be appropriate. And she is uh, right, ladies and gentlemen, because even on this platform that I am, that I'm on, which is a small platform, and it's not a uh, video YouTube podcast, you know, this is totally audio from uh, from Anchor, which is owned and operated by uh, Spotify. I have had uh, issues when it came to uh, saying certain things uh, on this podcast show. And I've noticed that a lot of things that I used to be able to do on here that I, I can't do anymore. I used to have my own um, pause, stop, record buttons. Well, okay, all of that's gone right now. So they're making it a lot more difficult for me to be able to create a uh, podcast show. In fact, I had to uh, purchase a, uh, a audio editing uh, software, and this is where I record my um, my uh, episodes at now, and then I place them on uh, on Anchor. And then even before that, I used to be able to tag my uh, episodes with, you know, with certain words or, or, or certain things like that, and now I'm unable to do that. I can't tag it in my episodes. So, so for a lot of you out there who were uh, listening to my uh, podcast shows and now you're noticing that maybe the last uh, 40 episodes don't have any tags in them. That's because they took that away from me because I would use words like um, uh, racism or or, uh, or uh, Black Lives Matter and, and, and different things that specifically um, expressed what individuals might be looking for when they come to this show. And now that's another privilege that has been taken away from me. That's one reason, ladies and gentlemen, why I don't do uh, YouTube channels and that why Chilling with Teddy G doesn't have a, uh, a video channel on that network because I'm subject to say anything. And we know once that happens, that your, your video is going to be uh, deleted or you're going to be hit with some type of, some type of a copyright disclaimer or something that's going to prevent you from getting the word out there. Like she told you or in, in previous episodes, and I've told, episodes have been totally removed. That's the reason why in the beginning of uh, uh, 
all of her shows, she tells you, y'all need to check and make sure that you're still subscribed because she has been losing subscriptions and uh, uh, people have been saying that we're not getting notifications and uh, that a video that I've watched earlier that I want to watch it again, I can't find it. That's because they have removed it. So they got a lot of tricks, ladies and gentlemen, that they use in, in um, when they hear you speak on things that they don't want you to talk about. And speaking on that, before I get back to uh, the queen, let me do some dirty lines because I hadn't done it yet. Normally, I try to take care of it at the very beginning of the show. But I need to uh, tell you guys about the uh, copyright disclaimer of 1976. This is under Title 17. This is Section 107. Allowances is made for the fair use for the purpose such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. Fair use is permitted by the uh, copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Uh, nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in the favor of fair use. So now that I got that laundry out of the way, let's go directly back to uh, Queen Amadaya Shakur. That all been said, Vlad obviously thinks that they can continue to say whatever they want to say about us and still profit, monetize off of us, off of our hard work and talents. This is what they've always done. But enough is enough. And I'm glad people are finally standing up to the culture vulture, putting him in his place. Okay, and from henceforth, any black person who goes on there and dares to conduct an interview with him, we will cancel them soon. As well. All right, for clearly being a samba. I will call them out. Okay, that's what I will do. And just so you know, I had to go and do some research on, because I have never listened to this guy. Didn't know who he was or what he was about until I heard... uh, the queen talk about him and this particular episode with Nori. Up until then, I had never heard of the guy. And now I don't even have to worry about listening to him or, or canceling him or unsubscribing because I never listened to him anyway, but he does have a following and uh, he does conduct a lot of interviews with black individuals. Now, so anyway, everyone give this video a like. Let's get the likes up, likes up, and make sure you subscribe. Okay, so now let me play the audio. Let me play the audio of Nori, Nori uh, saying this himself. I do believe I have it on here. And as she said, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, uh, follow, uh, share, and uh, subscribe, subscribe to this channel as well as hers. If you want to hear like it is, or you want to hear her without uh, my commentary in it, I suggest that you go to uh, the Queen Amadai Shakur show and uh, listen to her. She's on daily, like three times a day. And she's also on uh, Fly Nubian Queen. I encourage you to go and uh, subscribe to them and listen to all those beautiful black uh, uh, commentators on that uh, on that platform. They're very informative, they're very articulate, and they're they're very um, Fort Worth and honest when it comes to delivering the news the way it should be delivered. Yes, this is it. Disrespected hip hop, I feel like disrespected Louis Farrakhan. I feel like he didn't say sorry. 
So Vlad TV or anybody's watching this, I would like you personally, Vlad, take every video that Nori is on your site and take it off. Uh, I'm asking you that as, as a favor. I know I could call you, you know, on, on the phone. But this is a public situation. This isn't a private situation. So this is where Nori signed I just have to do one thing you can do with that. A profit Okay, he said he doesn't want anything to do with that. And I don't blame it. Okay? Because here's the thing, people. At some point, we have to cut these people off. You see, especially when they don't give us anything in return. You see how we have all of these people coming into our neighborhoods and making their money and building their wealth off of our backs and off of our black dollars. But they don't show us any respect. In fact, they disrespect us on a daily. And they sit back and do these things because they think nothing's going to happen. They won't get any consequences. Now, just as they're canceling Vlad, and as we collectively canceled him, this is the same thing that needs to happen to those racist devils who own the Umi Sushi restaurant. You know, the ones that T.I. was caping for. We need to cancel them. And we need to cancel these racist Asians, okay? Who, in fact, disrespect our people on a daily. Black women try to find black-owned hair salons or um, beauty supply stores Please and nail do. salons. Please okay? do. You can find them. There are a few. There may not be as many as there are with the Asian community, but you can find some. And when you go and look for these stores, if you have to drive that extra mile, then please do so to support your uh, your black business, especially these uh, these uh, um, fly Nubian queens, and uh, that have their own business. You got a lot of these uh, women who um, they have these online uh, stores where you can purchase your hair. You got a lot of them that still doing hair inside their own homes. And uh, you need to support these businesses. I, ask your, um, your 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 friends about them and, and where they are because they do hair as good, or I should say better than uh, anyone else can. And these uh, these uh, uh, hair supply and beauty supply stores, you can find them. Okay, yeah, I got to admit, there's a lot more of these uh, Asian stores around. And, and and I know in a lot of you guys' lives, conveniency is a, uh, a priority. But when you're dealing with what we're dealing with and what we have been dealing with for years, uh, it's worth the additional effort to uh, find these locations and uh, support their business. It is very important. This is the only way that we're going to build up any uh, generational wealth. This is the only way that uh, um, more of our uh, uh, more of our uh, our uh, services can be uh, brought to the uh, forefront. Because I tell you this, there's probably more of these stores out here than uh, we know about simply because we don't seek them out we don't search for them and we don't look for them we don't want to drive the extra mile sometimes you may have to spend the extra dollar in order to uh, uh support black business but guys i'm telling you it, it is it is important 
that you uh, support black business in any way that you can. Sometimes you give a donation, even if you don't want to, uh, uh, even if you can't, you know, uh, um, support the uh, business with uh, uh, with a, uh, uh, um, a normal purchase on a uh, weekly basis or monthly basis or however y'all got, buy your hairs and your nails or whatever and whatever. I know it sounds strange to you to just go in there and just hand them some money. And you tell them, I just want to support your business. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you can do this. I know y'all saying, oh, wait a minute, I'm just not going to give no money away. But that's what you're doing anyway. Or that's what you do when you go to a lot of these uh, uh, churches. Who you who you know in your heart, a lot of them aren't using the money for what they say they're gonna use it for. I went to a church one time and and, and donated uh, uh, um, a lot of money, or at least what I consider a lot of money, to the building fund. And then as I was leaving the church, I overheard uh, some of the uh, members because I wasn't a regular member there; I just happened to be visiting the church. But I heard uh, some of the regular members saying uh, that the building had been paid for over 20 years ago. And this is what they were collecting for. They were collecting for this this building fund, you know, to help uh, pay off a mortgage that had been paid for a long time ago. You know, but that and let me say that correctly. That was a, a mortgage burning, not the building fund. It was a mortgage burning and the mortgage had been paid off over 20 years ago. That's a correction that I'm making right now while I'm broadcasting because I definitely want y'all to understand it was a mortgage burning that they were uh, asking for funds for and receiving uh, the actually the amount like a thousand dollars over the amount that they were requesting for the uh, mortgage burning. That didn't uh, discourage me from continuing to uh, support other uh, black businesses. I have gone in in, in, uh, black gas stations. I have gone in black stores and uh, uh, donated money. In fact, I went into some. They just wouldn't let me donate without giving me something. It was like, no, we're here. We take this. Take this just because you are a uh, supporter of black business. And I, I took what they say. I took what they gave me and whatever and whatnot, because they just simply refused not to uh, want to take a handout. But I wasn't giving you a handout. I was giving you a hand up. But uh, I digress. I'm Black women who do hair at home, who purchase their own hair and sell it. And you can order it online. You have celebrities who have their own hair care uh, products and stuff that they sell online, like Beverly Johnson, the model. So you can do that. But do anything other than continue to give your money to people who hate us and who have no respect for us and who simply mean us no good and only use us to their advantage as it pertains to building their wealth. While they sit there and see that we have
chain that cost likely a dollar. And she took it from the child when she looked back and saw he had it, tossed it to him. He came outside and started going off on her about her son and then didn't like what she was saying and punched her in the mouth and split her lips. Now, the black man in the community came to protest the next day to defend her. But these silly little nigger and black women plantation mammies, right? Zaddy worshippers and all of that. They came up there to shop because the Asian people marked everything as half off. I don't care about their discounts. I don't care about them marking down prices. If they mark down prices, so what? You're still patronizing them. Okay? That's right. And I remember that, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, that gentleman who she's talking about, he uh, got arrested. And, uh, but it didn't matter to him because he had already had his bail money together and a bunch of, uh, uh, melanated individuals donated online and he, they raised another like $30,000 for his defense. So we we'll see when you can come together like that, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, uh, support your uh, black brothers and black sisters and whatnot. That's all you have to do all the time. That's all you have to continue to do in order to support your black businesses and have them, in return, um, create a generational wealth. It's actually that simple. You don't have, it's not as difficult as y'all think it is because there happen to be more of them Asian stores and Asian uh, salons out here than there is blacks. All you have to do is go that extra mile and continue to do that. And next thing you know, you won't be going to them places. In fact, you won't need to go to them places. And who knows how to take care of your hair and your skin better than a person like you. And they buy that stuff for pennies on the dollar. So even if they mark it down, they're still making a profit. No, stop going there, period. Don't shop with them at all. I don't care if they mark it down to 50 cents. Don't go there and give them your money because they have no respect for you. And if you'll go there just because they mark it down, that means you can be bought like those women. That's what ticked me off. They wouldn't stand in unison with the black men, the black kings who were defending them. And instead, they cursed them out because they were so desperate, thirsty, and ignorant to get heroin. I would be bald-headed before I dared step foot in any place where the devils don't like my people and want to disrespect us and have the nerve and the capacity to think that they're going to make a dime off of us. Okay? So no, I don't care anything about them marking down prices. They can mark down prices till they're blue in the face. At the end of the day, I'm still not going and none of us should that is the problem with our people we can be bought and sold you see many of us will just go because we're getting a discount no 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 all right it's not worth it your dignity your respect that's not a price on that it shouldn't be there should be no price on that okay that's right you shouldn't be compromising your dignity that name again okay silent d yes we will discuss that all right and I think their new ad campaign is coming out soon, okay? Matter of fact, as you're talking about that, 
your water. That's the name of it. Okay, so anyway, as I was saying, Nori wants all of us to believe it, as he should. And here's the thing. You know what's really funny? Now, some of our people have done so many videos and interviews with Vlad that when you type in their name, you know what comes up? Yeah, Vlad interviews. Vlad interviews. If you type in Nori's name right now on Google, one of the top three things that's going to come up are Vlad interviews of him. That's just facts. So with that being said, do you not realize how much of a profit that he is making off of our people? And here's the thing. So what is so funny about that is that Nori has his own podcast, Drink Champs, right? Now, you would think that when you type in his name, that his own stuff would pop up first. Right? But Vlad's does. Hold on, let me see what pops up first. I'm going to type it in right now. While I'm doing this, everyone, please get the likes up. Get the likes up. Please do, ladies and gentlemen. Hit that follow button. Hit that like button. Share this broadcast. Build up them algorithms so everybody can get these wonderful okay, stories. Okay, it has two videos that popped up about him kicking Vlad to the curb, and then the third video is Vlad, an interview he did with Vlad about the hip-hop industry. So I'm just saying, this happens all the time. All of these black people that go on Vlad, you type in their names, and Vlad is going to be one of the top things that pops up. Discussing why we want to be interviewed, gossiping about fellow minorities to whiteness. Yes! Oh my goodness, thank you for saying that. Thank you for pointing that out. Absolutely. Because you see, here's the thing. You will never catch members of the Mayo Clinic coming on any black person's show talking about other white folk. That's what you won't do. You know why? Because they are and stay and remain on code. This is what they do. But see, black people... They'll go on a white person's show and talk trust about other black people that they're having a beef with or whatever, they had an altercation with. Why is it that white man's business? He's not going to tell you about his problems with another with another uh, white person. But I'll tell you what he will do. He'll sit there and talk down on a black person to you. Let me tell you something. That's what no white person would do with me. If they do, that conversation is going to be cut real short. Because I let them know. And matter of fact, they don't even try that with me because just from my demeanor, when I talk to them, they already know I'm not the one to play with, okay? They already know not to even try this, all right? That's what they know, okay? Because this is the look on my face when they're talking. Okay, please. Because I already know the male's plan is about to start. And I'm ready for it at all times. Yes, it is crazy, Marilyn. It is crazy. Kisha said it's because of the algorithms that push it. Yes, absolutely. And let's not forget who owns Google are the same people who own YouTube. And we all know that they and Vlad are from the same community. So, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay? I mean, hey, why do you think when I did that video about Andrew uh, Schumer, whatever?
we all know why. So with that all being said, these culture virtues, we cannot allow them to continue to thrive off of us. Because here's the thing. What do you think they would be doing to build their wealth if not for us? Ask yourselves this, people. Now, let's not forget, during the Atlantic slave trade, it was them who funded it. It was them who owned many of our people. It was them who stole many of our people's inventions, right? You know, all of these things that the slaves came up with because they made things and invented things that would help them with their work to make the workload easier, like the cotton gin. But they gave the credit to Eli Whitney. Eli Whitney didn't invent no damn cotton gin, please, okay? But see, here's the thing. Here's the thing what the Mayo Clinic did invent. The patent office and racism and a system of white wannabe supremacy, okay? Now, they can get credit for that. Those are three things that I know facts that they absolutely invented. But see, the thing was, back then, the slaves, of course, were owned and considered property. And so with that being said, anything that your slave may create or thought of or whatever, the owners owned it because they owned them. So they would just go and get patents for all of that stuff and then lie and take the credit for it. And to, these, to this day, they still teach these things in school as though those white people made up and came up with all those things. So let me tell you something else interesting. You remember the first black doctor who did a successful open heart surgery. Keyword successful. Because others had tried to do heart surgeries, but they were not successful, right? So with that being said, you know they tried to lie, of course, right? They tried to lie and say that a white man did it. Now, the only reason that the credit was given to the rightful person is because a photographer happened to catch a snap a photo of him in the process of doing the surgery. That's the only reason he was given the credits. Otherwise, they've stolen that too. And nevertheless, they still didn't teach us that in school. We learned that as we got older. They didn't teach us that in school. They didn't teach us about Madam C.J. Walker being a millionaire, starting her own hair care product line and all of that. They didn't teach us any of those things. That's what they didn't do. I find it so interesting that black people still send their children to public schools, but while they're at home, some people are not teaching their kids about their history. And that is very sad because your children will not know whom they came from. They will continue to look up to the Mayo Clinic and think that these people are better than them and that these people came up with all the ideas and inventions and creations and all of that. When in fact, it was exactly the opposite. They didn't come up with anything except Shepherd's Pie. Okay? I'm just saying. And she 100% right, ladies and gentlemen, because I can remember when I went to school, <clears throat> I was not taught these things. I didn't hear about these things. In fact, I heard some of the opposite about the individuals that they did uh, mention, like um, uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. It, with, when they taught him in school, they taught him to be a, uh, a, a extremist in uh, wanting to uh, uh, destroy uh, white people had a profound hatred for white people. They did the same thing with uh, uh, Malcolm X. When they talked about Malcolm X in in, in uh, school, when I, you know, that he was a, a, a radical, 
and, and a hate monger. And, and uh, 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 they didn't uh, point out none of the, uh, the good works that he had done. Neither two, now one of those individuals that I mentioned. And, and they had only a few uh, select good things to say about um, Martin Luther King. At that time, uh, a lot of the things that they talked about with him was uh, was not good either. And and I never heard about uh, Madam C.J. Walker. I didn't learn about her until I started doing my uh, my own uh, research uh, after I had gotten into high school. So so elementary school and and, and junior high school, I never heard about. Um, her or a bunch of the uh, other individuals that I could uh, mention, you know, like like uh, um, uh, Jesse Owens. I didn't hear anything about uh, what he had done till uh, I did my own research and, and found out about him. And that list goes on and on and on. Marcus Garvey and and, and uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, as well as the rest of them. I didn't hear one thing about it. Then the story that they did tell about uh, Harriet Tubman was so far from accurate that uh, I had no idea how I was misled until I... Uh, started doing my own research and learned about her. They did say that uh, she was uh, freeing slaves, but they had it as uh, an underground railroad as actually a underground tunnel system that she had uh, manufactured and was uh, uh, getting slaves to freedom through this underground system actually literally they're saying that it was underground when it wasn't like that at all i mean now i know better but yeah so the, the inaccuracies that you got on um some of the uh, uh black individuals that they they talked about and uh a lot of them just wasn't mentioned at all just like uh with Queen Amadai Shakur is telling you and giving you the info on right now. Yeah, that that is a fact. Most of everything was created by our people, and our children need to know these things so they have pride in themselves. And they know that they don't have to look up to other people outside of their community. They can look up to their own people. That's what needs to be taught, because they don't teach these things in school for a reason. Okay? That's what they don't do. Right, exactly. First woman millionaire. Yes, Madam C.J. Walker. Okay? And then, another thing that I hate when they do is when they take our stories and they put them to the big screen. Because they twist the narratives. Now, let's not forget how they did that whole story with Harriet uh, Tubman. Now, they actually had the nerve. You all remember? Because that movie failed miserably. Because we all collectively said, we're not going to see that BS. First of all, they had it like the man who owned her, the slave owner, was the one trying to save her. And like she was all in love with him. And that the black man, the character that they made up fictitious, bigger, long, 
Well, y'all know what they were talking about, right? But anyway, I digress. But the character that they made up, big or long, was the one trying to kill her. And so the owner supposedly saved her from him. Uh, please. They made him the slave catcher. Now, you know, good and darn well, back then, they didn't have any black bounty hunters. Because for one, black people weren't even allowed to have her own guns. So the whole story was BS, right? Yes, it was so disrespectful. It really ticked me off. I never watched it either. I didn't have to watch it after I heard all the melee and the BS, right? And all the things that people were saying. I saw a preview of it, and that was enough to turn my stomach. Okay? This is what they always do, though. They always have to make themselves the victims, right? And make us the poor little black people who need help from them. Even if you look at the movie 12 Years a Slave, they made Brad Pitt the reason that the black man got free. That's how they made it. They always dictate the narratives and make themselves the ones who save the day. Isn't that ironic that now picture this? Isn't it ironic that movies about slaves, black slaves, who were enslaved by white people are ironically always saved by white people? And then here's something else that's funny. Don't you love it when the Mayo Clinic members tell you that, oh, our people, they fought to free slaves. No, they didn't. That civil war was about power. It wasn't nothing about the slaves like they were doing us a favor. And here's the thing. Um, your people are the ones who enslaved us, so make that make sense. So we're supposed to be glad and grateful and thankful that they had a civil war. Right? Please. These are the things they do. And just as sure as they sit there and tell you these things to your face, these are the same people who are teaching black kids in school. So just know that. And these are the same people who will sit there and say racist things like the video I showed you of the Karen telling that black teenager that he should not be praising George Floyd because George Floyd is no martyr. Uh, yeah, well, George Floyd may not be a martyr. We never said he was. We said he was a catalyst. But at the end of the day, just so quick to call George Floyd not a martyr, right? Or say he's not a martyr. But, oh, so you mean to tell me George Washington was? You mean to tell me Abraham Lincoln was? Nope. You mean to tell me Thomas Jefferson was? Nope. Stonewall Jackson nope. was? General Robert E. Lee was? Nope. But you have statues and Leopold II was? Nope. They have statues and monuments of all of these fools, right? All of them were genocidal, mani genocidal maniacs, right? Perverts, pedophiles, freaks, killers, thieves, you name it. And they call them martyrs, don't they? And they build statues and monuments to praise them, right? Yeah. But they want to talk about George Floyd. Please, miss us with it. I love how they try to tell us who we should be praising and who we should be looking up to and who we should not have anything to do with. And they also love to pick our leaders. Pay attention. But at the same time they're doing all of this, they want to make their money off of us. People like Vlad, the culture vulture. Want to have black people coming on there. You know, the most popular black people in the hip-hop industry. Here's the thing, though. I'm so mad when I think about it. Because for all of those hip-hop people that went on Vlad's show to be interviewed, for all of those black comedians and entertainers for whatever uh, area of entertainment they were in, instead of them going on his show, they could have put their own thing together. They could have had their own podcast. They could have been doing exactly for themselves what they did for Vlad. But you know why many of our people foolishly and niggardly don't do that? Because some of our people, sadly and unfortunately, seek white acceptance.
Absolutely. Not only white acceptance, but white approval, uh, white acknowledgement. A lot of us, ladies and gentlemen, are still looking for that very thing. I know you may find it hard to believe, at least my listening audience, my intelligent listening audience, I know you do. But yes, they're still trying to get accredited by a Mazungu individual or corporation or whatever. So much about how they're viewed with white people. They try harder to please white people than in fact they try to please their own. That's why they will talk to you crazy like T.I. did to that black man after the black man simply expressed his disdain and his hurts and pain that T.I. didn't have his back as he felt he should. And he went off with that man calling him MF and MFs and niggas and all that, talking real hype and crazy. But the racist Arab, oh, he was talking so polite and calm to him and saying, no, that's not the type of energy he had. No, he wasn't getting down like that. He understands and he apologized. And what? See, these butter biscuit sambo tiptoeing around the tulip Negroes and the plantation babies, <laughs> they are the problem. They are the reason that these devils continue to treat us this way. Because they act like it's okay. Because they want and need acceptance from devils. I don't need acceptance from devils. Because when it comes to devils, I don't want any parts of them. I'd rather be as far away from them as I can. I would like to live in a place where I never had to see them, hear from them, or think about them ever in life. I wish I could find such a place. But sadly, they're everywhere. So with that all being said, these butter biscuit Negroes, these are the ones that are the problem with our community because they have to be there with them. You see, they have to go on someone like Vlad's platform because some of these Negroes, they're not going to cut Vlad off. Just watch what I tell you. They're not going to cut him off. But when they don't and they go back on there for interviews, we need to cut them off. Because if you want to coon and buffoon and shuck and jive, tiptoe and tap dance and bug dance and all that, then let those people whom you love and worship and cherish so much, let them support you and give you the bags. Because not only do we need to stop giving our money to the wannabe white supremacists, racists, devils, and demons who clearly can't stand us. And mind you, I'm not talking about all white people. I'm talking about the racist devils of them. So with that all being said, just as surely as we cut them off and don't give them our money, we need to do the same thing to the butter biscuits, the sambos, the plantation mammoths. We need to cut their behinds off too because they definitely are to our detriment. And in fact, they are worse than the blacks. You see, let me tell you something. They are the ones that help these people become culture vultures. Now, I have seen numerous people Black people, that is, doing videos, and it's mostly the Africans. Now, I've seen a lot of Africans on videos showing the Mayo Clinic how to do their African cultural dance. What? Who does that? Why are you showing them how to culturally appropriate your own culture? Why would you do that? They think that's all fine and dandy. Right? And then, here's the sad part of it, though. Here's how stupid it is. Because when you sit there and teach them what you do, oh, they'll get paid for it and you won't. Remember how I did the video on the little 14-year-old black girl from Atlanta who made up the dance that went viral on TikTok and the white girl stole it from a straight swagger jacket. And they got paid and got invited to the NBA playoffs. Because 
statistics. And then when the little girl got the credit that she deserved, right? All the white people were saying, well, you know, it really doesn't matter who gets it. Yes, it does matter who gets the damn credit. Yes, if it, it do. doesn't matter, first of all, if it doesn't matter, then why are you mad? And why are you mentioning it? Why are you mad because it's been exposed? They love to tell us that. Oh, it doesn't matter who got the credit. Yes, it does. Oh, yes, it does. Because she straight got monetized off the black girl's talents and work. A 14-year-old made up the choreography for that dance. And you mean to tell me you're going to steal it? And you think it's going to be all good? Miss me with it. Okay, Kim Kardashian is another one. Kim Kardashian and Kanye, they let their daughter North steal the dance or steal the song that the little black girl Jaja came up with. Remember that? The little song the little six-year-old girl came up with, the little black girl? Yeah. And then they had her performing somewhere. And because her parents are famous, right, and wealthy and rich and all that, so they got her. She was getting credit for it. When that was Josh Jaja's doing song. So I'm glad they got exposed for that. But see, these are the things that culture vultures do. Kim Kardashian is a culture vulture. Now, I do appreciate the fact that she went to Trump and got him to get some black people out of prison. Yes, I appreciate that. But she's a culture vulture nonetheless. That her and all of us. It is what it is. And the mother's a culture vulture too. So I'm just saying, attack of the culture vultures. That's what it should be a movie about. Because this is what they do. Okay? Nigerians are black, and if I were in America, I would only deal with my kind. Let me tell you something. They are black. That's absolutely right. But at the end of the day, that damn video game for like stole all our stuff. Yes, they absolutely did, Queen Trina B. Yes, they did. Please. With her two corn Kardashian and Jenner's are culture vultures. Absolutely, they are. Yes, they are. And here's something else I thought was funny. Now listen to this, you all. I thought this was funny too. Because they had a thing going just a, a few weeks ago where Trump was talking to the people uh, in Egypt because they were complaining about the Nile River. They were saying that the people over in Nigeria had done something. They had built a dam or something like that, and so the water wasn't flowing to the Nile, and so it was affecting Egypt. So they were supposed to be having a dispute, Egypt and Nigeria. So Trump was on the phone with them. Now, there's video footage of this. Trump was on the phone with them, and he was asking what were they going to do about the problem or whatever. And he said something about, uh, I can't remember if he said blow up the dam or he was saying something about they need to do something to the dam or whatever, right? Now, this is what he said telling Egypt to do about Nigeria. Now, I don't even really see how it was the United States business. I don't know what kind of negotiations they have going on because clearly I'm not into foreign policy. But nevertheless, he was the go-between, apparently, between Egypt and Nigeria. And so he was basically telling Egypt they got, they really, and basically not verbatim, but in so many words, saying they need to do what they got to do. Okay? Because if their dam is causing you a problem, I'd get rid of it. Basically, is what he was saying. So, just a few days ago, what do I see when I turn it on YouTube? I see the Nigerians over there having a parade for Trump. I'm like, what? Didn't he just tell Egypt to get rid of y'all's damn dam? Make it make sense. But it don't make sense. And you're absolutely right. And they do that a lot. I've seen them holding uh, uh, Chinese people on their shoulders and, and welcoming them and praising them. And right before that happened, I mm. saw a bunch of uh, black uh, uh, Africans 
getting beat with sticks by owners of restaurant where these black individuals worked and they were late and things like that or something and these chinese were beating them i wish i could tell you where that footage is at i'm going to find it later on i'm going to see if i can get that to you before this broadcast is over but yes they were beating them and then we was then we had a bunch of the uh, mazungus who had um black maids who couldn't leave the premises and the black maids was talking about how they were being treated like slaves and being made to do every single thing in the household and uh with unfair wages and wasn't allowed to leave the property i kid you not please like she say make it make sense to me you know, and just for the sake of saying so, ladies and gentlemen, it's November 5th, 2020 at 8.27 p.m. This is three days, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, they're still counting votes. We don't have a clue on who the next president is going to be. I just wanted to throw that in there for y'all to know. This is a historical election for uh, this to be going on so many days after the election is over. And in all my history, everyone I've seen, ladies and gentlemen, we pretty much found out the uh, same day. And let's not forget when uh, uh, President 45 got into uh, office the first time, I believe it was done through uh, Sup Supreme Court judges because they were having issues with the uh, uh, voter count in Florida. And it was finally just determined by a uh, uh, Supreme Court judge, which is the reason why I believe he selected all the ones that he's got in there, not including this very last one, uh, 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 Barrett. And he, he's already went to them and, and asked them to uh, stop counting votes in uh, certain states. But, I digress. Let me get back to Amadai Shakur so we can stay on track here. But I thought that was worthy to uh, mention during this broadcast. The same thing was going on last year when they had the white man go over there who looked like the picture of Jesus with the beard and the long hair. Went over there with a toga on and a little uh, burnout thing around his neck. And him and the preacher over there, right? One of the preachers was fooling everybody at the church, telling them this was Jesus. Oh my goodness, it was so sad. It was so sad. They were giving this man all their hard-earned money. And how I found out about it was because one of my Facebook followers, I believe she was from Kenya, she posted a picture with the fake Jesus. And she was like, oh yes, I'm so blessed to have met him and da-da-da. I'm like, girl, who do you think that is? That's just a white man, honey. First of all, Jesus isn't even white if you read your Bible. Where did you get this idea from? She's like, no, I was so pleased to, do it to meet him. And yes, he was at the church and such and such. I said, honey, you are really brainwashed. That is not Jesus. Do not be over there working that white man, honey. He is scamming you. So anyway, they went on and on with the foolishness. And then what do you know, a few days later, the president over there kicked 
crazy, right? The now being damned from upstream is thousands of year old dispute. Trump stay out of that. Right. I'm like, what does Trump have to do with it? That's what I was trying to figure out. Nothing. Oh, so crazy, honey. But at the end of the day, some people are going to do what they want to do. Considering that they live in Africa, you would think they would know he would have skin cancer. <laughs> he would have skin cancer if they lived that years ago, centuries ago. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you like this. One thing that white people have been so successful at doing is deceiving black people, putting up these images. You see, and they know this. That's why Sean King, when Sean King said, when they were taking down those Confederate statues and all that mess was going on during the protesting, that's why when Sean King came out and said, if they really want to show that they're going to try to stop being racist, they need to take down the false images of white Jews. And what did they do? Oh, I'll tell you what they did. I'm glad you asked. They got in a, so, a Facebook group and they were planning to kill him. Yes, they were going to kill Sean King. I mean, they were plotting this man's demise because he dared to tell them to take down fake Jesus. You see, because fake Jesus, the image of a white Jesus with blonde hair, or cascading hair down his back and the blue eyes, honey, and the fair skin, that is some black people's dream. And you will not wake them up from it, so don't you try it. Okay? They are in love with their slave owners to the fullest. So you cannot tell them that it's not the real image of a Christ. That's what you can't do. No, you cannot. And let me prove that very thing. I was texting my brother on my mobile device. We were having a conversation through text about uh, the election and about the uh, power of Christ and uh, the uh, discernment that we had when it came to knowing about the uh, uh, election and spirituality. Well, I tried to uh, GFI a image of uh, Black Jesus. In fact, that's what I put in there. Images of black Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, not one showed up. They showed some uh, black people shouting in church. And then all the rest of them was some type of uh, commentary from white people. And then I tried rewording it. I just tried uh, a black Jesus. Took the word image out of it. I still got the same thing. Then I said, then I put in, uh, I tried it in reverse, black Jesus images. Same thing happened. And then I said, okay, well, you know what? Let me just type in uh, Jesus and see what I get. Ladies and gentlemen, the entire GFI page was full of images of a white Jesus. I mean, I scrolled through and scrolled through. I must have went through 150 pictures before I finally decided to just uh, give up. And I didn't get a chance to send him the uh, image. I, naturally, I still sent him the uh, text that I wrote, but it would have been more uh, profound and it would have hit home a little bit more if I had been able to put an image of uh Black Jesus there, but I could not. And then I refused to use uh, one of those uh, white blue-eyed 
Jesus's that they had coming across there. So that goes to show you exactly what Amadai Shakur is talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe that they did uh, put together a plot to probably kill this man. Now, I, ha I have to admit now, when I, when I be on my laptop, uh, I have been able, not today, but in the past, been able to find images of Black Jesus and I've downloaded them to my uh, uh, external drive and have saved them. But in, in the, they were if not many. There was a few, but not many at all. So I am in 100% agreement with what she's telling you about uh with uh, about uh, Jesus Christ and this this white silky hair and blue eyes that they give him they did set on that is the true image of what Christ looks like when anybody who knows the bible anybody who done read the bible i don't care what color you are you know that that is a false interpretation that is a false image of what Jesus Christ really looks like but let me get back to uh, Amadai Shakur because she still has a long way to go and we're well over an hour into uh, this segment. Okay. And if you dare try to speak out against it and uncover the fraud and expose it, they'll be ready to kill you because they know that's how they keep many of black people in line. This is what they do. This is how they keep many black people in line. Okay? Somebody said, I don't think the Beastie Boys were stealing, honey. Yes, they were. What you mean? Uh, white people didn't invent rap, so clearly they were stealing, okay? In fact, black people came up with every genre of music except for that uh, ridiculous horror core. But anyway, at the end of the day, that's nothing but rap. They stole that too and just turned it into some wickedness. At the end of the day, yes, they were stealing. The Beastie Boys, please. Why would you think they weren't stealing? The only way they couldn't have been stealing is if they came up with the idea first. Anytime black people came up with something, been doing something, been making a profit off of it, right, and been doing it successfully, and then you go and copy it, and then you too start making money off of it, getting a profit off of it, you stole it. Please. That's right. And let's not forget, she talking about the Bissy Boys in rap. That goes along with just about every piece of music that's out here. What, what was uh, made, done, uh, 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 wrote by black people. Blues, jazz, even rock and roll, ladies and gentlemen. This was all black music. All I don't care what category that that was out here, ladies and gentlemen, it was taken from us. Do you know we can't have nothing out here? We can't have a simple thing as a handshake without them stealing that. And all the inventions that, that she was mentioned earlier. Yes, they stole those. And they're still stealing stuff today. Don't get yourself twisted. And why do you think they made up that bullcrap term that uh, imitation is the best form of flattery? No, it's not. No, it's not. I hate imitators. Don't imitate me. Okay, please. Exactly. Don't imitate me. Do your own thing. Be your own self. Be authentic. Be original. Exactly. Gosh. Right? Don't imitate us. Please. I mean, just as well as we can make up stuff, everybody else should be able to 
they were going to murder the man because he exposed their white Jesus life. Yes, absolutely. What about Rick Rubin? What about him? All these culture vultures, honey, you don't even have to ask me any more questions. All of these people who are doing the same thing that black people came up with, created, and thought of first are culture vultures. Yes. How do you get around it? You can't. You can't. Everlast was probably the most respected white rapper. I don't even remember who Everlast is. I remember that name, but I don't remember who that is. Me either. The Westerners say their success depends on our downfall globally. Yes, it does, Melanated Black folks. Yes, their success does depend on our downfall. That's why they're always trying to depopulate us with this BS agenda they come up with, right? But I won't continue that way. Now, I, I agree with what she's saying, but ladies and gentlemen, our downfall is will not... Uh, uh, increase their success because we have to be around to create things in order for them to steal them. So yes, on some uh, instances, I agree with that, but on other ones, I'll be like, nah, because if you leave them to their own thought process, ladies and gentlemen, they won't be coming up with nothing. This is the reason why they steal everything that we do. They steal our look. They steal our hair. They steal our dress. They steal our handshakes. They steal our language. They steal our music. They steal our inventions. They steal our food. And that list goes on and on and on and on. They steal our shoes. I don't care what we invent or what we come up with or what we make. Ladies and gentlemen, they get their hands in it. And a lot of times when, when they steal it, they're even to they're even able to convince the world that they made it. That they're the original creator of what they just stole from us. So please don't 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 go there. Not with me. We get another you that put them out there with the white run DMC. I remember that name. I just can't remember his face. They have always stole from us. Nothing new. Absolutely. White rappers, white people in general don't know how to be original because they're too busy stealing and copying our Let me say something. This is true. This is very true. They straight up steal and jack everything we do. And then try to lie. And here's the thing that gets me though. Pay attention. Now they go out here and steal our stuff and copy. And this is why I get so mad when I see people sitting up here just teaching them our culture. Let them learn their own culture. Don't they know how to river dance? Didn't they invent that? They did invent river dancing, right? They can do that to a beat. Just saying. Why do they have to do everything we do? But here's the thing. Not only do they steal from us our music, our song, our dance, our sayings, the way we talk, the way we walk, the way we dress, everything. But then they talk down on us like we ain't nothing. That's what ticks me out. If we weren't nothing, why the hell y'all trying so hard to imitate us? Laying out there in the sun trying to get all dark and tan. Putting on three shades of makeup darker than your face. And trying to say, act like you're black or biracial. Yep. Trying to act like black women. Getting your injections into your lips. Getting fake butts and all of that. Hips and all of that. Trying to wear your hair in locks. Oh, you could never. Okay? And then let me tell you something. This chick tried to get into it with me one time on uh, Facebook because we had a debate. Now, I told her that white people could never have locks. That's what you can't have, boo. You can have it. You can think you have it, but it's not really locks. All it 
absolutely right. And I and I can testify to this fact because I have locks and I have had locks for years. They go all the way down to my butt. My locks do. So now anyone that want to talk about dreads, those are individuals who had their hair done that way. They went to a stylist, they are a beautician, a barber, or, or whatever. If you're black and you call them what you got, uh, dreadlocks. No, the true uh, hair style, which doesn't consist of going to a uh, hairstylist, is locks. I have locks on my head, and I've had locks on my head for over 20 years. So what she's telling you is right. And I have seen those so-called dreads on the on on the uh Manzungu people. And it looks exactly like she said it did. Knotted up bird nest type looking thing. <laughs> Back up. I haven't had one. 
because programs that 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 I bring out, programs that she bring out, programs that uh um uh brother uh, uh Phil Scott bring out, they don't get monetized. That's one of the reasons why uh I ask you to support these uh, channels. That's what the reason why they ask you to support their channel. It's because all of the things that we do, ladies and gentlemen, we pay for out of our pockets or we pay through or uh, through the kind uh, uh, support of others. There's no, there's no um, help from here other than from our own people, our own listeners. I just wanted y'all to know that. There's, you know, because there's other shows out here who who do a little uh, uh, tap dancing through the tulips where you can see that they get uh, monetization. You know, uh, but no, on, on these platforms, no, you won't get that. I guarantee you. episode. I may have a look at it now just for the research, research purposes about doing this uh, uh, broadcast and maybe some future broadcasts, but I've never seen one episode. Didn't even know who it is until uh, uh, I was doing research and came across this uh, particular episode from uh, Queen Amadiah Shakur show, but uh, I've never heard of the guy. Never, never seen one Comcast show or YouTube, whatever it is, I I haven't saw it just to, to, to put that out there. So not everybody has seen them or even know about them.
Because, see, he had a Negro like D.L. Coongley on there, sandbowing and tiptoeing and shucking and jiving and boot licking and buck dancing and pussy popping on a handstand and going along with everything he said. <laughs> so he thought he could do that with all black people. <laughs> that's what he's talking. See, that's one thing you got to, black people, this is one thing you got to always let white people know. Okay? I don't care if they're racist or not, but what you have to let every white person know is that they cannot talk down on one of your own people to you. That's what you got to let them know. Exactly. Because I guarantee you, they're not going to sit up there and gossip with you about another white person. They're not going to come and tell you some problems or some secret that another white person told them. That's what they're not going to do. They're not going to come and tell you about a beef that they had, an altercation, a confrontation that they had with another white person. But they'll sit there and listen to you talk down about another black person and they'll chime in with you. See, I never let them feel comfortable enough that they can say anything negative about any black person to me. Okay? Please. That's what I'm not going to do. But so let's talk about D.C. Young Fly. Because you see, D.C. Young Fly, one of the stars on Nick Cannon's Wild and Out. So now they're saying this controversy or whatever because you know Nick Cannon got into that little dispute or whatever. Okay. D.C. Young Fly will not continue Wild and Out without Nick Cannon. Well now has likely seen its last dates. The hit comedy produced by Nick Cannon for MTV remains in jeopardy. But some have speculated DC Young Fly, Carlos Miller, and Chico Bean, all former talents of Wild and Out, could possibly take over the show and remain the host or be the main host. However, DC Young Fly, Miller, and Chico Bean all said that they will not participate in the show without Cannon. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's unity. Because you see, some of these Negroes, butter biscuits, wanting and begging, they would do it simply for a check. That's what they would do. The Steve Harveys, the D.L. Coongleys, they would do it for a check. Okay? Now, some believe that D.C. Young Fly was being groomed to take over as the host of the show. During an interview with The Breakfast Club on October 27th, DC Young Fly said, I want it the right way. I want it to be given to me from the OG. It's his, it's his, and he is a, it's not a corporate. The corporate didn't hire me. Nick hired me. So it'd be a backstab for me to go like, all right, corporate, what y'all want me to do? I know how the game gets. Y'all don't mess with me like that. You only mess with me when I can bring you something. See, he's smart. He said, y'all don't mess with me like that. You only mess with me when I can bring something. See, that's what you got to do like that. You got to know when the devils are trying to use you, only to their advantage and giving you nothing in return. And sadly, there's some black people that do you like that too. There's some black people who will use you only to make a dollar and they won't give you nothing in return neither until you finally wake up and say, you know what, enough of this be it. Okay? So, he says, I want to be part of a family and the wild and out was a family. Now, Cannon's Wild and Out show was discontinued by Viacom CBS for what the company called anti-Semitic views he expressed during his podcast, Cannon's Class. During the podcast, which featured rapper Professor Grill, Cannon said blacks are the same people who they want to be. 
I mean, did he lie? <laughs> I just said the same thing. And I mean every word. It's facts. Okay? That's our birthright. We are the true Hebrews. Uh, yes. Just read Deuteronomy 28, 68 if you don't believe it. After the firing, Hannah responded with a lengthy message on Facebook. It said, the moment was stolen and hijacked to make an example out of an outspoken black man. I will not be bullied, silenced, or continuously oppressed by any organization, group, or corporation. Hold on, people, pop-ups. And I don't blame Nick. He said the right thing. I just wish that he stuck to his guns. Okay, so then it goes on to say, he says, I am disappointed that Viacom does not understand or respect the power of the black community. Cannon eventually issued an apology after facing backlash from those who viewed his comments as anti-Semitic. Cannon tweeted, I extend my deepest and most sincere apologies to all my Jewish sisters and brothers for the hurtful and divisive words that came out of my mouth. They reinforced the word stereotypes of a proud and magnificent people, and I feel ashamed of the uninformed and naive place that those words came from. The video of his interview has since been removed. DC Youngfly, Miller, and Chico Bean have, the highly, have, have been highly successful uh, with their podcast, the 85 South Show, and hosted the BET Hip Hop Awards on October the 27th. So, you know what? I'm just glad at the end of the day that he's decided not to go along and do it. Because here's what they're trying to do. I want you to pay attention. Now, picture it. You're Nick Cannon, and you know that these people are on the outs with you, and they've in fact said they're going to take your show that you created that's worth billions at this point. And then they go behind your back and get the people that you hire and the people that you are friends with and try to give them your position. You see what they were trying to do here? Because they could have gotten anybody else to do this, right? Why do you think they would ask the three people that was cool with Nick and the people that he hired? They were trying to start more BS. Trying to hit them where it hurts. You know, they play dirty, people. They play dirty. Oh, yes, they do play chess. But sadly, many of black people who are in the game with them, they are playing checkers. But you see, you got to stay on the enemy's level or higher than them. You got to play the same game they're playing. Okay? Please. Because at the end of the day, they play dirty. So they figure, oh, we'll just go and get his friends, and they're they're these Negroes, you know, they love money. We'll offer them a title, you know, we'll make them the bosses and give them the money and everything, and they'll just go for it. But I'm glad they didn't, because that shows their integrity. That shows their loyalty to not only Nick, but to the black community as a collective. That's what you don't do, and that's what we as black people have to stop doing. Stop allowing the enemy, the oppressors, the devils to turn us against one another for a few measly coins. Don't be Judas. Remember how Judas sold out Jesus in the story in the Bible? For 30 pieces of silver? Now, this is just what a lot of Negroes do. They will sell you out for 30 pieces of silver. And won't think 
and they go to the producers of the movie and sneakily behind Bernie Mac's back try to get Steve the part telling the producers that in fact Steve is more notable that he's a much more popular and famous comedian that he's been in the game longer and that they think Steve should get the part instead of Bernie all the while smiling in Bernie Mac's face and then when Bernie Mac died he sat up there with those big old lips Right, the old luscious lips of his, soup cool as I call them, sitting up there crying and boo hooing like he was so safe. After you done stabbed the man in the back and did all the dirt you could do, cooning and buffooning and tiptoeing and Sam Bowen, this the same Negro who tried to check Monique because she couldn't be boss. See, when you are a black person of integrity, Hollywood or Hollywood will not accept you. They will try to blackball you, blacklist you, discount you, blackmail you, kick you to the curb, cancel you, and turn your own people against you. And niggerly, a lot of your people will fall for it. Look at Ice Cube. How some of these nigger Negroes did him. I mean, just look at it, right? And then, even did the same thing to Monique. Now, remember when Monique was telling us about okra? But all these people who were so in love with Oprah, they just didn't want to believe it. But now they see, after she tried to single-handedly help those white liars bring down Michael Jackson's legacy, right? After her and Kale King, her bestie, turned on Kobe Bryant after his death. I mean, it's bad enough that they try to bring down black men who are living. But they even try to take down the dead ones, too. But see... People like Monique and Cat Williams, right? And Nick Cannon, Ice Cube. People like that, Professor Griff. They want to put you out of the game. They want to take you down. Because they don't want you talking back. They figure, Negro, you owe us. We let you get to where you are. How dare you talk against us for your own black people? Them Negroes ain't shites. We made you. And they are quick to remind you of it, too. And when you do something they don't like, oh, now they want to embarrass you and humiliate you and make you look like a fool and try to buck break you in front of your own people by making you apologize when you, in fact, did nothing wrong. Exactly. When you, in fact, did nothing wrong. They use mafia-style tactics. But then here's the kicker. But before she give out the kicker, remember uh, <clears throat> Snoop Dogg when he said what he did trying to take up for uh, Kobe Bryant. They had him all on TV making all type of apologies, all on uh, social media, making all type of apologies. And let's not forget, he was even threatened by... Uh, what is it? Uh, the Rice, Carolina Rice, or whatever her name is. Yeah, she threatened him, and we know what type of power that she had with her uh, a mammy looking self. So yeah, they 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 will make you go out there and apologize. And if you one of them individuals who want to keep your money or want or want to uh, keep your white approval, you gonna apologize. All these lies on black people collectively, especially black celebrities, when they're trying to bring you down, 
they will pay people to lie on you and for you. And they use the biggest propaganda machine that they have. That is the white lamestream media. And they can they get them to come out and spread more lies and propaganda about you. This is what they do. Yes, they do. But when you simply tell the truth about them, speak truth to power, oh, now it's a problem. Suddenly you're the racist. Suddenly you're, anti- suddenly you're anti-Semitic. All for telling the truth. And then some of you actually think that when they say things are conspiracy theories that they're actually telling the truth. Somebody called me a conspiracy theorist. Uh, talking about Pizzagate. Do they know how stupid they sound? If Pizzagate was a conspiracy, why did I read a report months ago and I read it to you all? Because I bring receipts. They said the FBI was investigating some people that were supposedly having ties to Pizzagate. Uh, make it make sense. So these are, this is how I know people just don't have good sense. This is how I know some people are still so mentally inept. This is how I know that. Because they come talking crazy and trying to call truth lies like they've been fed and taught to do by the lamestream media. And it's also sad, people. But let me continue, because clearly I digress. It says Ice Cube. This came out a couple of days ago. Ice Cube responds harshly to getting spoofed on SNL. Ice Cube did not appreciate having his meeting with the White House and his contract with Black America spoofed on Saturday Night Live. Cube was slammed with a blizzard of criticism a few weeks ago after the president's people erroneously posted on Twitter that the Friday and Barbershop franchise film creator was now supporting the White House. Now, Joe Biden, played by the comedian Jim Carrey, began to read a mock version of The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe, or of The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. As he, as he is reciting lines from the book, Ice Cube, played by Kenan Thompson, and Lil Wayne, played by Chris Redd, appeared in the scene. Now, in the skit, Carrey says, decent folks out there, I ask, hasn't Trump failed at his task? Do not elect him anymore, though Ice Cube and Lil Wayne. And then that's when Ice Cube and Lil Wayne reply, are voting for. First of all, I saw the skit. It was so terrible. It was not even funny. It was very pitiful and pathetic, okay? It's nothing funny about it. I didn't see it. Carrie then says, why in the name of all that is holy would you be voting for Trump? Thompson and Red said in unison, taxes, with Red adding plus, Trump got a new platinum plan. Oh, I can't even read the rest, people. It's just too painful. At the end of the day, obviously, Cube didn't think it was funny. He didn't like being mocked. But anyway, here's the thing, though. And I don't blame him. The problem is the black people. Now, we expect white people to have gotten mad because Cube wasn't doing what they wanted him to do, which was to be on the Democratic plantation. See, here's the thing about the racist white people. They get upset, mad, and butthurt and bothered when they realize black people are waking up. And that's why they try to prohibit us from waking up by doing things like, you know, um, removing content from the Internet. By implanting and putting all these fact checkers online, right? These fact checkers are nobody but fake people telling lies, paid to do so, right? Just to keep people dumb, just to keep people watered down and keep whitewashing the truth and reality. That's right. As it is. That's right. Okay? This is what they do. Just telling all these lies. And here's the question. Why do we need them to fact check us? Are we in school? Like, is this a college course? Are they our professors? So you mean to tell me before we 
find out are deemed suitable or unsuitable? All such BS. It's simply because they don't want the truth to get out. This only started after people started exposing them. They want to say there's no such thing as pedophile rings. Well, guess what? I hate to be the bearer of bad news. But there absolutely is. And there's proof in court documentations and all of that. Right? Absolute proof of it, conclusively. Yes, it is. She's 100% about that. And then anybody who uh, is a uh, critical thinker or a logical individual knows that there are pedophile rings out there. It knows that most of them are used by uh, rich Manzungus who have this taste in their DNA. And that goes for uh, females as well as males. And that's who these uh, particular um, um, rings, pedophile rings, are set up for. These people, they pay thousands of dollars for this. And we know that they exist. Yeah. And, and they, they, they cater to this appetite. And then they try to downplay it or like she say whitewash it like it doesn't exist or or like it doesn't happen which is so far from the truth it's pathetic yes it is and you got some individuals and I mean black individuals who will buy into that please so and before they start calling people conspiracy theorists they need to be able to define exactly what a conspiracy theorist is. And if they're going to say that you're a conspiracy theorist because of something that you said that they're claiming is in fact untrue, what they then need to do is post the receipts disputing your claims and proving in fact that what you said is false. But you pay attention, they never do that. All they do is just tell you that it's not true. They don't tell you why it's not true and they don't show you the proof that disputes it. Right? They don't have anything to counter it. They just say, because I'm white and I said so. Exactly. And that's, that's it. That's what they do. Exactly. That's what they do. Exactly. Cube just said, do your own research and displayed it. Displayed it sitting down to see what's going on. By sitting down to see what's going on. Yes, do your own research. Absolutely. Let me tell you something about me. I don't trust anyone's research but my own. Okay? I just don't. Somebody can tell me something and I can know that they're a reliable source and all of that. But before I repeat it, I'm going to go and fact check it myself. I mean, we can fact check our own things. We don't need them to do it for us. And I always am suspicious whenever they're trying to be so quick to say something is a lie. So quick to try to put someone down and act like the person's crazy or like the person's having some type of breakdown or whatever. Or maybe they just have a motive to lie. When they start doing things like that, trying to demonize and vilify people that they previously had no issue with, I'm always suspicious, especially if it's right after the person started giving up ingredients and telling recipes, right, and giving up all the facts and information. Like they're currently trying to do Jaguar rights, okay? Now that she's exposing the music industry and many of the nefarious things that have gone on. And by the way, speaking of that, did you guys hear Common's response? Because he finally responded to it. Did you guys hear that? No. 100% correct. Tell the truth, shame the devil. And who cares? <laughs> who don't like it? Absolutely. Melvinia. Absolutely. 
want you out of here this because all that stuttering and stammering, I'm just saying, it just all sounded so it just sounded so crazy to me. And I was also wondering why he took so long to respond. And while we're waiting on her to find this uh, uh, footage, please, everyone, uh, support and like this channel. Please hit that follow button. Hit that share button and share with as many people as you can. I say please share with everybody on your contact list. And please, uh, uh, if you can, give a one-time or a uh, monthly donation to this channel. All dollars that is given to this channel goes right back into the operation of this channel. As I told you, I received no... Uh, monetary compensation from um, commercials or anything like that because of my content. My content would not allow them to monetize it because most of the uh, individuals or companies that's out there will not and do not support this type of uh, content. And that's just them saying on code too. Let me just put that out there. That's just them saying on code. They like, why would I support a uh, black station who's dropping gems, who's giving the ingredients and the receipts to uh, uh, to to us, to them, and 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 revealing all of uh, their dirty little secrets? Why would I help support them? Why would I monetize their program when they're doing exactly what I don't want them to do? Now, the minute that I started, if I started talking about them, uh, books and uh, entertainment and, and uh, um, other things that I do discuss, like homesteading and religion and a uh, uh, few other things, but, you know, those uh, episodes are kind of, uh, you know, far few and in between, but they're there, they're out there. You can look at a bunch of my episodes and you can see that, but a, a lot. Uh, but the majority of them is on subjects and issues that are critical to black uh, America. And they have no intentions on supporting black America. So I said all of that to say this again, ladies and gentlemen, I would I appreciate every dollar that is given and every single dollar goes right back into the operation of this program. Just like uh, Queen Amadai Shakur. She received no um, monetary compensation for this type of content because they they're they're not stupid and what i mean by they're not stupid they're not going to support content that they do not want uh it to get out okay here it goes people hold on let me read my disclaimer so i forgot to read that earlier Copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976, allowances made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comments, news reporting, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringed. Okay. And now that she got that out of the way, <clears throat> so we can hear this content, I know that I gave my uh, copyright disclaimer earlier. But um, for the sake of, uh, of just uh, 
having it out there. The copyright disclaimer of 1976 under Title 17, Section 107 in allowances is made for the purpose of fair use, such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. Fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in the favor of fair use. Now, that's something I haven't done in a long time. We got it out there twice, and she put it out there as well. So we don't want them coming back trying to dirty up this clean laundry. Now, Kama was doing an interview with someone, I forget who, but they asked him about the allegations that Jaguar Wright made. This is what he had to say. Of your music, I think you're a good dude. You're dope in my opinion, and it would be remiss of me if I didn't ask you about Philly's own Jaguar Wright. This video was sponsored by 90 Day Networks. Like, 
Broadcast her her uh, episode, and um, I thank her for that. It was very in, in informative. It was very uh, uh, well thought out, articulate, and and uh, and very informative. Uh, but like I say, guys, if you want to uh, uh, support her, please go to her channel, uh, the Queen Amadai Shakur Show. And um, uh, give her a donation and, and uh, subscribe. Subscribe and, and, and follow her. She has a lot, and I do mean a lot, of very informative videos and podcast shows. I want to thank you all for listening to uh, this particular episode of uh, Chilling with Teddy G. And I'll, as I always say in this uh, time of... Uh, the coronavirus world that we're living in is that y'all continue to uh, protect yourselves. Please put on your glasses. Please put on your masks. Please put on your gloves. Please put on some type of outer foot covering to cover your shoes from stepping out on the ground and tracking these things into your cars or into your homes. Um, and as number one, as I tell y'all, Always, please keep your immune system strong. Eat your right fruits, eat your right vegetables, eat your berries and your seeds and your nuts. Because the number one defense against the coronavirus and any other virus is a strong immune system where it can either <clears throat> keep you from catching it or be a strong defense 
in the uh, event that you do test positive, your immune system will be able to wipe it out. So keep that strong and keep it healthy. Um, I love you guys so much, and I always appreciate you guys tuning in to uh, uh, every episode of Chilling with Teddy G. I want y'all to uh, have a, a safe and a blessed night, and uh, don't forget to stay prayed up. My name is Teddy G, and you have been listening to Chilling with Teddy G. Thank <laughs> you.